You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast. I am back on today bringing you the second part of my interview with Veronica Norwood. Today we're talking about how when God changes your direction, when he calls you to take a risk and step out by faith, he not only calls you into it, but he provides you with favor and with provision to walk out what he's called you to. So today I just want to pause and pray before I jump right back into our interview with Veronica. So Father God, I pray that every person within the sound of my voice would hear from your heart what it is that you're asking them to step out by faith for, and then you would show up and be real and tangible as provision and favor in every part of the story. Thank you for Veronica's testimony that encourages me to reflect on my own testimony and look forward to the future as I continue to look to you as the full provision for everything I need, to look to you as the one who favors me, to look to you as the one who fulfills every promise that he makes. And I just ask, Lord, that you would penetrate the hearts of every person listening with your love, your peace, your righteousness, your joy, and your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's just jump right back in to the point where you've been praying and you had applied to the school and you threw out a fleece and said, well, if you're going to send me out there, then I'm going to get accepted. And if not, I'm not. (laughs) And so a little bit about what happened next. Um, So I, I decided to actually move forward in faith. I had um, just moved into my apartment beginning of January and, and I was like, you know, I'm going to partner with, um, with what I feel like he's saying now that I was like decided (laughs) I better get accepted. I, um, I moved out of my apartment so they could lease it out, um, and, you know, to get out of the lease. And then I moved in with my sister, which was just such a sweet time. She had just started a new job and she's a single mom. And, um, she had, uh, has three boys. (laughs) And so I moved in to help her with the kids while she's traveling. And um, just the time that I got to spend with them and how God used that time strategically, uh, I'm so very grateful for. And But but also just the partnering, me saying, okay, I feel like you're saying yes. I'm going to partner with your yes. And I'm, gonna, I'm going to um, do my part in the natural. Mm. So... Um, moved in with her and um, enjoyed that season of being, you know, there for three months before I, uh, and then I, and during that season of being there, I got the acceptance letter and um, I remember standing in her kitchen and I, I opened up, I go, oh, the email came through. It, it's going to tell me yes or no. <laughs> she goes, well, what does it say? I'm like, I don't know. I'm afraid. I'm not afraid, but I'm afraid to open it. <clears throat> so I opened it and then I started crying because of course I said yes. And, she said, well, did you think it was going to be no? I'm like, no, but there's the chance, you know, there's a lot on the line here, you know? Yes. Um, but, uh, so, so yeah, it was, it was just such a sweet time being there. And then, um, July, the end of June is when I, um, 
packed things. I, I felt like the Lord had told me to rest during June mm-hmm. and not work, which being a hairdresser for 23 years and the personality I have is you work now, play later and don't always get to the play later. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he's just from what I, yeah, just from what I know about you, even you were, I mean, you had, you were very self-sufficient. You took care of yourself. You take yes. care of your responsibilities. Yes. You, you worked hard to make a good life for yourself. And so part of this is about trusting God to continue to make yes. a good life for you. If you walk away from everything, you know, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, yeah. I'm with that. That, yeah. that's just a really, I mean, it's a night and day kind of thing he's he called you to oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is because <clears throat> i you know I, I you know i trusted the lord but i also i thought you know i'll just do another haircut or another hair color to provide and and so that isn't bad but there was still the self-reliance that was really worked in me um and so when i didn't work for the month of june and it was like to, you know, I did my best to learn how to rest, you know, and I would encourage anyone listening that, you know, when you're learning how to rest in the Lord and trust him and even how to Sabbath once a week, or, you know, even if you're just starting with a couple hours, like, okay, I'm going to learn how to do this thing. It can be messy and it can, you can totally feel like you're blowing it, but you're towards learning how to do it. And so I just went all in like, you know, let's just do a whole month <laughs> doing this. <laughs> And didn't do, didn't do like the whole, the best job at it, but you know, I had a lot of fretting, a lot of worrying. And then I'd be like, wait, wait, I, I know I heard you. And, and so, um, then the end of June, my mom and I, she drove with me to California. So packed up a trailer, um, and, uh, pulled it, you know, with my, I have four runners so it could pull that and, um, drove across United States to Northern California. And there were some, it's interesting how pulling the trailer, like there was two moments that were very scary because you really don't go over 55 miles an hour. You, you really have to go the speed limit and you're going through these mountains, you know, that have roads on them, but they're mountains. They're not Hills. Texas doesn't have mountains. Um, but you're, I mean, there was a few moments where the car and the trailer were both weaving and, and um, I remember, one point I just started praying and, and, um, we were able to get back control of the vehicle, but, um, you know, it was just this moment of, okay, Lord, we trust you, show us what to do in this moment. And he did. Um, but even going on, going to the, going to the promised land, no, (laughs) there's, there's, there's things along the way that you, um, you're gaining, um, you know, like don't go too fast, you know, slow down. (laughs) um yeah a lot of little things learning along the way but it was good it was it was um um I had gotten to we'd gotten to Oakland um California and my mom's flight left the early the next morning and I was gonna go on the journey by myself the the last gosh I think I think five hours or so yeah that's and um yeah and I remember getting to this hotel and um, it just was an okay hotel. It was in Oakland. It's not the best part of town, but, um, and I had to park my car on the street 
because they wouldn't let me park it because I had this, this trailer attached and I lost it. Um, I started crying and I'm like, we just traveled all this way and to have everything stolen out of my car and out of the trailer, you know, I'm just this fear kind of hitting me. I'm like, I just traveled all this way. The, the scariness of coming down these mountains and, you know, <laughs> two very scary experiences. And, um, but I know it was part of it was the letting go. It was the, like, I'm about to say goodbye to my mom and, um, Sorry, I just missed her a lot. I get emotional. I didn't even get emotional. <laughs> no, that's not, um, though. It's, it's, it's part of the process that you're in right now. It so. is. It is. I just, I, um, we've always just been so close. And um, letting go of that, what it looks like, what, um, you know, the normal. And that, you know, where I could go and see her at any moment. <clears throat> and um, And so... I finally decided to stay at the hotel and trust, trust the Lord. And then, so we're walking, you know, from where the street is into the, the property. And this lady who was one of the managers there, <clears throat> she's outside smoking a cigarette. And she said, comes over to me. She goes, my shift ends in about an hour. And I didn't tell you this, but if you just pull your trailer and park it in the property, I didn't see anything. <laughs> she said, my, the other man will be here, but she won't know whose vehicle it is. So, and I said, really? And she said, yes, ma'am. And she said, I didn't say anything. And so I went and moved the vehicle on the property and it was like, you know, it could, something could have happened on it there, but the likelihood is less, you know, and yeah. it's like God just even provided in that. And, and so, um, then we, you know, we stayed the night and I, you know, it was just so just a sweet time to get to visit a little bit more with my mom because it's late at that point, but I just needed a good cry. <laughs> I needed a good, um, let it all go and just trusting God with the process. And, um, it doesn't mean that there's not, there isn't pain attached. There isn't loss attached. There isn't, there's sacrifice, you know, it's like, right. Oh wait, you know, I really am doing this thing. This isn't just, you know, something I'm dreaming about. You know, I'm actually putting feet to it. And, <laughs> steps to it. And, um, so, but the reward has been, um, incredible, but you know, this is just the beginning of that journey. <clears throat> so I am um, get up the next morning and so glad it was 4am that I would be driving because there was hardly anybody on the road considering the Oakland traffic and everything and drove on through and, um, came through into Reading, um, pulling my trailer with my dog and I. <laughs> so um, we uh, got in town and my friend that lives here, Jennifer, she um, had some um, friends that came and unloaded my trailer. I mean, I, th I was unloaded in less than an hour and uh, I was like, wow, okay, well now I'm here. Now I can, you know, see what's next. So, and you, did you move into an apartment without a roommate at first? Yes. So, um, there's a friend from, uh, actually my home church in Texas that, um, is a student as well, but she wasn't arriving until school started the, be the beginning of, um, September, end of August, excuse me. And so I actually, uh, rented out the room, the room until she was here as an Airbnb is really significant. Even the people that were here mm -hmm. that, um, what God did in those moments. And, um, uh, that was a new thing too, <laughs> trusting God in that process. And, and there was, there was a couple 
No, there was just one guest that was requesting that I just felt in my spirit like, no. And what's funny is that it was a female and all of the other people that stayed were male, which I initially was like, no, no males. I'm just going to have females. But as I opened up the booking and I just felt the Lord, like, trust me, I'll show you, you know, I'll tell you, no, this is not a, you know, and the first guest, he was at the prophetic conference and he would praise the Lord in the mornings. And, you know, he was like releasing joy into the home and, you know, and it was like, okay, Lord, I see what you're doing here. And then the next guest, he was a father. Um, his daughter, his daughter was, she's um, in her twenties, but she had booked the, the night for him or the, the weekend for him to come see family here. And I got to have some really neat conversations and I got to pray with him and encourage him in the Lord. And he, he wanted to start going back to church. It was like, God just totally set up even that time before school started to, um, to use this home for people he wanted to bring through to um, encourage or encourage me. <laughs> so that's so cool. And he provided for you. <laughs> yes. Process. So yes, totally cool. So, um, so what happened next? School started the end of August and, um, I actually, at this point I had, um, a real estate investing business that I, I had, I'd started earlier in the year and to make a long story short, it, um, there's a lot of learning involved and beginning of August, I realized this is not going to be provision for me. Um, I needed more time to build that business and I didn't have the time and the resources to do that. I needed, I needed income coming in. So I, I, um, beginning of August started doing care again. And so I just started, you know, reaching out on, we have a student Facebook page and said, if anybody needs their hair done before school. And so I had, um, started having some income coming in from that. I still had some money in my savings, um, but started to kind of build, just going to people's homes and doing hair. <clears throat> Not going to work while in school, or at least the work was going to be through the real estate investing, but um, that was not the case. It was like, no. Your plan A was not really God's plan in that mm-hmm. moment. Right. Yes. And I, I also learned that um, now, like and this is just in the last month, as I've been journaling and praying about the, the, the real estate, I learned so many good things from that. And um, I'm not saying there won't ever be something that I do in the future, but I didn't submit that plan to the Lord. I heard God and I went for it. And that's a part of, it's a gift that he's given me that I'm willing to just go for it and jump in and be all in and take risks. But major decisions like career shifts and everything is really to submit that to um, close friends and, you know, family who are going to be praying and show you your, your, um, you know, your blind spots show you, you know, maybe they're picking up on something like, well, you know, timing of it. And um, so I'm not, I don't regret it. I just wish I would have, submitted it to um, let people pray into it with me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that um, God recently had me do. He said, write 10 things that you learned from that experience. And oh. I'm like, well, I learned how to do new merge now. <laughs> I know how to work with Excel. And I learned that I really want the input of others. They, they're going to see blind spots that I don't see. And um, so um, fast forward now, I'm in starting school and this is, you know, isn't the income that I thought was going to be for me, but, um, the Lord is, um, 
has definitely provided. Um, he's been teaching me how really how to trust in him. Cause I've had people that I just met, you know, maybe through a connection here that gave to me for, um, for my, my um, living expenses. Yeah. And I had um, different gifts that came through um, and to really, <clears throat> to, to ask for help, which was really hard to right. let people know there was a need. Um, that was cause I'm self-sufficient. <laughs> I'm the girl who I will work a 12 hour day and work myself to the bone, which I've done through hair and other things um, before I'll ask for help. And so he really was using that experience to knock off pride and ego and self-reliance and, um, and then there's this balance. There's a balance of working hard, but there's also a place where he's like, actually, I want you to ask for this. I'm like, ah, I don't want to. Um, he, but there's something in it for others too. And that's something like whenever I've given to, to people, I don't, you know, I'm, it's a joy to give, you know, when the Lord has drawn me to give to somebody, then there's a, there's a blessing in that. Like I get to, to reap the benefits of what God's doing in their life. Like I'm getting to watch that seed grow and flourish. And, um, and so he was wanting to speak to me in different ways of when people have sown into me that they're actually giving, you know, benefiting. And so that's been, I'm still working through that process um, because of that whole worthiness and Mm. all that junk that rises to the surface of, you know, that, that I'm going to disappoint and I'm going to be, they're going to be disappointed that they gave, you know, towards me. And um, yeah, (laughs) he's been working on some of that. So So, um, because I, I know for me, because we had our whole, we had a whole reading testimony about how God sent Scott and I to reading a few years ago to the prophetic school and um, yes, just a week long school, but it was going to cost $3,000 that we didn't have to make this trip together. I had gone before on my own and was able to budget and, and do things very tightly and share expenses with other people. But he and I were really going to have to go out there and take on all the expense ourselves. And so I remember when he asked me, because I was, it was June and the school's in August. And I had gotten mm-hmm. the final email saying, you know, if you're going to register for the school, this would be the time to do it. And da da da. And I was grousing with God at the kitchen table that I wasn't getting to go because I'd gone the year before. And I was kind of upset about it. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, why don't you, why aren't you going? And I was like, well, cause I asked Scott to take vacation that week and he won't want to go. And he says, well, have you asked him? And I'm like, can't afford it. And he was like, have you asked him? And I was mm-hmm. like, but we still, he, the reason he would say no is we can't afford it. And so God said, we'll sell your art. And I began to sell my art and people began to grab a hold of what was happening and they began to give money. They just began to give. And so realizing people wanted to give, I set up a GoFundMe and within a couple of weeks I had gotten together enough money to pay for the registration only. This is not hotel. This is not car or food or anything. This is just $750 to register us for the school. And I've said, I'm going to believe by faith that, that I'm going to sow the seed of buying these tickets to go 
to the, the school and that God will provide the rest in time. And we came up to the week that we were leaving and someone had given me a card with $20 in it, which put us exactly $200 from our goal. And so I was happy with that. I was like, we can cut $200 out of our budget somewhere. This is going to work. And I had, I had reserved the car without having to make an advance payment. I had reserved the hotel without having to make an advance payment. So we had all the money we needed for the trip in the bank. And I walked into a ministry we served in and two of my friends walked up and they said, how is it going with the fundraising for the trip? I said, well, actually we're ready to go. We're leaving on Monday. And this was on Thursday. And I said, and we're only $200 short, but I'm okay with that. And the guy pulls out his wallet and he looks in his wallet and he asks his wife, do you have a hundred? And he pulls a hundred dollar bill out and she pulls a hundred dollar bill out and they give it to us. And <laughs> there's the $200. That what I realized through that whole experience was I was not very good at receiving until people started giving me money that I couldn't give back. Right. Well, that's all the time we have for you today. Be sure to tune back in tomorrow to hear more of Veronica's story and more of this testimony. You know, you're eavesdropping on a conversation between good friends, and that's the fun part of Blooming Inspired Network. We are here to equip and empower women to walk in their role and reign in Christ's kingdom. And I believe that is the key to living your life, blooming alive, figuring out, who he wants to be through you, because that's your identity. Who is Christ in you? And how is he wanting to express himself through you? That's your identity. And encouraging you to discover what is it that your life experience and your passions drive you towards? What is it you're passionate about? And then equip you for the purpose that comes out of your identity and passion. And then empower you to walk in your calling, whether that's support you as you walk it out in the marketplace or your home church or wherever it is that God calls you. Or perhaps you maybe don't have a place of influence in those arenas. So maybe you need a place of influence and we would love to come alongside of you, help you be launched off of our platforms. This podcast network is just one of those platforms. We have the bloominginspirednetwork.com website where we need writers and we need people to do more podcasts. And we also need people who are willing to lead Bible study in your community. You know, when I when I began to think about this, I thought of it as a community-based ministry network where Christian women could come and find community, find acceptance, and find empowerment to walk in their calling. But I didn't ever picture it as being something that was beyond here. Until God began to, to shape a vision. And the first thing he did was he showed me that wildflowers, though they may have the appearance of being beat up by the elements in the weather because they grow in very harsh environments. A pasture in a field is unprotected oftentimes and they grow out there in the wild. So they may be missing petals or they may be missing leaves or they may have had some of their leaves eaten by um, insects or their stems may be bent because they've been pelted by rain or hail. But if you step back from the up close view and you put a whole field of wildflowers together, you get a beautiful landscape. And as I began to picture it that way, I saw the world. I saw the world with these little 
fields of wildflowers popping up all around the world. And we're already reaching the world with our podcast. We have people in Ireland who have been listening, people in Africa who've been listening, people in Indonesia and Japan who have been listening. So we're already beginning to reach the world. And we've got people all over the United States who have been listening to both the Blooming Inspired podcast and the Redeemed Rebel podcast. And so we're already starting to plant those seeds. And maybe the next step is you realize that you're called to build up and equip women, but there's not a great place for you to do that in your life. Partner with us, link arms with us, let us build you up and encourage you and push you out to fulfill the purpose and calling that God has given you through the Blooming Inspired Network. Part of this process is 501c3ing this ministry. I've raised somewhere between two and $300 towards that end since October when I made the announcement. But I need people who will come along and partner. So if you would like to partner with us, please email me at admin at bloominginspirednetwork.com. I would love to connect with you and to find and, and to help you learn more about how you can link arms with us, partner with us, invest in us as we invest in you and discover more about what God is birthing in you so that you too can live your life blooming alive. Our website is bloominginspirednetwork.com. There you'll find our past week videos um, for our Bible studies. We do the Gospels verse by verse where we set aside anything we may have been taught or feel like we know about Jesus and the, and, and the Word, and we read it fresh, and we consider what we might believe as we read through the Scriptures, allowing only what we read to inform our understanding of what it is that God wants to say to us and determining what we would believe based on His Word and not necessarily what others have taught us about Him. That's the Gospels verse by verse. We have about half of the Bible study series from Matthew and all of the weeks of Mark up on the website this week. And so um, we will be studying again on January 26th, We'll be in Mark chapter 9, and we make this turn as we move toward um, the cross and the resurrection and the commissioning of the disciples that Jesus does. And Mark tells the rest of the story about the Great Commission as he shares what he reflects, and we believe he's reflecting Peter's testimony of his life with Christ. And so I'm excited about that. I have a retreat that I'm going to be on the 17th through the 19th. We covet your prayers for our women who are coming on this retreat. There are three women coming who are setting aside this time at the first of the year to hear from the Lord, to spend time in His presence, to soak in who He is, and be encouraged by His Word. And so I'm looking forward to spending that time with them Thursday through Saturday. Covet your prayers for that to cover them. I'm looking in April, just before Easter, at doing another retreat. Um, I'm looking at that first weekend in April, and I hope to have some details out to you very soon about that. Um, And that's going to be a little bit of a different um, retreat. It's not going to be just a prophetic retreat. It's going to be a dream, (laughs) a dream, create, live retreat. And I'm looking so forward to our time together over those three days in April. Again, you can find more information at bloominginspirednetwork.com. That's bloominginspirednetwork.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bloominginspired. We're also at bloominginspired on Instagram 
and at bloominspirednet on Twitter. I would love to hear from you. Again, our email is admin at bloominginspirednetwork.com. I want to thank you for tuning in with us, for hearing Veronica's story today, for tuning in with Blooming Inspired Network, for supporting what we're trying to do here, and for helping us get the word out. If this podcast has been a benefit and a blessing to you, would you please share it with your friends and your sphere of influence? I would love to see... um, this wildflower patch grow. And so I'm looking forward to the journey ahead. I want to remind you, as I always do, to bloom where you're planted because that's the first step to living your wildest dreams. So live your lives blooming alive. You have been listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Central Time, To learn more about this podcast, its network, or the Ministry of Blooming Inspired Network, please visit bloominginspirednetwork.com and select the podcast link at the top of the page. Thank you for listening.